up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Utre the Podcast. We are your hosts, Makita. And El Chazelle. Utre is the podcast where we are unapologetically violating convention with witty commentary on current topics. So today we're going to offer a little bit of commentary on the Ahmad Arbery case. I did do a podcast the other day, a little short one, just giving my own personal thoughts and feelings on the case because I just happened to come upon the story that day and was extremely compelled to say something and just voice my opinion on the matter. Um, but now um, El Chazelle and I have come together to do an episode pretty much, I guess, devoted to the situation because it's just a remarkable situation. I, I have no words. Yeah, it's definitely a remarkable situation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like you're almost lost for words. I mean... Me personally, um, I just feel so much inside that, you know, it's still kind of registering for me. Um, you know, I am glad of the arrest that was going on today. I figured with all the pressure that was going on from the media and outside sources as far as even Joe Biden, which I think that is a political move, I'm not going to mm-hmm. give Joe Biden any kudos for that yet no. you know joe biden really has to you know he, he has to go like like far left like reparations you know <laughs> jail you know uh beyond trump's jail reform we already know to even to, to even to even you know think about the black vote um but anyway that's another story um father and son they were arrested um uh, i believe this evening um, it took them long enough. Again, like I said, I felt that that they would be arrested. But from the jump, the story is just ridiculous looking at it and thinking about it and thinking about having sons, brothers, you know, and just thinking about the people in the past who went through the same thing as far as through the Jim Crow era and, you know, even before that through chattel slavery um, who were hunted down you know, by white men just because of the color of their skin, just because they were black, just because, you know, just being, you know, um, it, it's so sad. And, you know, it, the, 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 the real sad part about it is, is that there's so many white people who hasn't jumped up and said, oh, this is messed up. You know, this right. is bad. It's been cricket. You know. This is this is ridiculous. You know where, where where are my white brothers and sisters at? You know where are y'all on our line? Why, why why aren't y'all posting this? Why aren't y'all sharing these stories about these two um, degenerates? Basically, degenerate white men who just said, "Okay, you know we're gonna you yeah, know what, for blood. yeah what, whatever blood. whatever um um you know they had conjured up in their little uh, degenerate." Diabolical mind to say, okay, we're going to, you know, and, and I watched the video. I didn't. I couldn't. Watch the video. And before I was speculating on what happened, because I would see different stories, I actually seen stories of people trying to defend them. However, there is no defense to no. what happened. When I watched that video, they stopped in the middle of the road. He ran around the truck on the right side of the truck, passenger side. Mm -hmm. He was met by one of the 
white men and with the rifle rifle, and he struggled with the guy and then you hear shots so it's like what in the devil was that murder it was murder man it was intentional there was no okay you know a citizen's arrest bullshit citizen's arrest for what for a brother jogging through a path where he usually jogs. Mm-hmm. They said he was a regular runner because he was really into fitness because he wanted to... What did they say he wanted to get into again? Say he wanted to get into boxing. Boxing. He wanted to be a boxer. So he and, regularly jogged. And it's crazy. And he lived there. It was his neighborhood. His neighborhood. You know, I lived in predominantly black neighborhoods. If I see a white boy jogging through there, I'm not going to be like, hey, bro, look at that white boy jogging through there. You know, he's probably the one who... Did whatever random crime. You know, whatever, yeah, whatever random crime did they blame this brother for. And let's go get him. Let's go confront him. Let's go stop him. Like, what the hell? Like, what is that? Like, this is George Zimmerman all over again. And again... George Zimmerman And again, um, like it was said online that... George Zimmerman, if he would have been dealt with, maybe some of these rednecks mm. would have some freaking sense. And they would be kept in line. And and, and and be kept in line. But, you know, us as a people, you know, we, you know, we, we're, we're such against each other, whereas we would rather go and, you know, kill our own brother or have some type of beef with our own brother or do something dirty to our own brother or sister than, you know, rectify a situation with these white people or these... People with tan skin who do certain things to us, such as George Zimmerman, who killed Trayvon Martin, such as these white guys who killed this brother Aubrey, and do nothing but get mad. You know, you will get mad and, and nothing happened. But we got all these so called Crips, Bloods, um, you know, folks, or, um, um, you know, uh, GDs. Uh, or whatever fucking gang that's out there, and they'll sit back and do nothing. Do nothing but gang bang on each other. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the great sisters. You know, a lot of these gangs, they, you know, throw sisters in the garbage cans and, 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 and you know, uh, you know, do drive by shootings and all kind of, you know, weird shit to each other. And most of them are predominantly black or Spanish. And this is what we do to each other. But at the same time, at the end of the day, man, we got all these white people out here, all these other sex uh, 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 people or groups or ethnicities who, you know, don't look like us, who aren't the minorities, who do crazy shit to us weekly, daily, monthly. You know what I'm saying? All the time. And we do nothing. We just sit back and be like, oh, man, that's messed up. That's messed up, Lord. That's terrible. Oh, 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 oh. And they're like, bro, like, like, come on, man. Like, if you're going to be gangster, man, be all the way gangster. If you ain't got nothing to lose, bro, you know what I'm saying? Do something for your people. Hmm. You know? Go out there and bang, bang on the motherfuckers who banging on your people. Exactly. You know, like, what you going to do? You know? What are you going to do? Do this? Stand around and hold signs? The guy who filmed the video, um, he seemed like he was 
there to do it. Like, everything in this situation kind of seemed orchestrated. Hmm. For it to even be a video there, you know, it, it was supposed to be a video. Um, you know, all the facts aren't out yet, but at the same time, you know, we'll know when hopefully it goes to trial. Hopefully, you know, there's no prosecution and they try to give them some type of plea. Um you know, again, hopefully it goes to trial and it's not a situation where like the George Zimmerman situation and Trayvon Martin, where the jury is poorly picked by the prosecution. Um, the better attorneys in that situation was the defense attorney. And he was a great offense attorney. And I'm sure if you talk to him today, he'll tell you that George Zimmerman was probably guilty. Because he didn't even up, he didn't even uh, end up getting paid all of his money that he was supposed to. George Zimmerman finagled him too, you know, and f- you know basically messed him over as well. Um, so, you know, but that's nor here nor there. But at the same time, with this situation, the prosecution in Florida, the district attorney in Florida, they reluctantly actually uh, prosecuted uh, George Zimmerman. You know, brought charges against him, against him. So in this case in Georgia, you know, you even, you know, they're they're rednecks up there too. Um, obviously, the situation would be wouldn't be what it is if they weren't rednecks. Hmm. Um, but in this situation, we really need to still put our foot on the prosecution's neck. We still need to write in. We still need to make sure that justice will be being served in this situation. You know, um, we can write, we can email, um, we can call, you know, we can make sure like, hey, you know, still put pressure on them, even though that these guys have been arrested because, you know, it's just ridiculous because it's happening all over the country. You know, this is just a prominent story because it came out and there was a video of it. But at the same time, this stuff happens like monthly, weekly, all the time. And it's just sickening to keep, keep, on, keep on seeing it. It's sickening. It's sickening to keep seeing it every every other freaking every week. Every whenever. You know what I mean? You know, again, we got black sons, um, fathers, cousins, uncles, you know, people in our family who we care about, who we know that this could happen to. You know, and at the same time, again, white brothers and sisters, you need to say something as well, because if it was the shoe was on the other foot, I'm sure you would give a damn. You 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 would care. Are you kidding me? If the shoe was on the other foot, black people as a whole would be vilified. It wouldn't just be the murderer. It would be all of us as a whole. I mean, if you just take a look at the way that we were treated as a people when backstabbing-ass Obama got in office, they were so damn up in their ass about it, they started attacking and harassing us, normal, everyday black citizens. The problem doesn't lie with us. The problem lies with them. The fucking mentality that they have that makes them feel that they can jump in a truck and just kill somebody who's jogging down the freaking road. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm past it all. I'm tired of the shit. I'm tired of the point. I'm tired hey. of the point that we can't even publicly stand up and say that we are tired of dealing with white people's bullshit. We, it's not even politically correct for us to stand up and vocalize being sick of this shit. Okay? Like, we're being perpetually gaslighted. 
All right. They're telling us that, oh, you know, like racism, it doesn't exist anymore. And all Look, this man. bullshit. Really? Tell that to Ahmaud Arbery. I, I, I remember, and tell that to his mom know, and dad and the rest of his family. A little light story. Me and my brothers, uh, we was going fishing. And we was, we liked to fish at night, you know, because we would catch catfish. Um, and we were coming back from fishing late at night. And we were in like an old Volkswagen that my dad had bought. And we got pulled over. And the age-old, age-old cop, I done heard this shit two or three times, you know, I'm not going to tell you other stories, that you fit the description of something that happened in the area. You fit the description of a robbery or some dumb shit that so-called happened in the area. And this is the same thing that they try to use on this brother. That he fit the description of some robberies that was going on around the area, this, that, and the third. They're not even cops. You know what I'm saying? They're not even cops. So it, it's like seriously, like this, this is this is this is what we're gonna use. We, we're, we're, we're still using this, you know, thirty years later. That's why this was I'm in the nineties when we was going fishing and got pulled over, and y'all still using. Oh, he fit the description of somebody who like, I even on. got pulled over on that one time going who to an Orlando Magic freaking game. Freaking fit the description. You know what I mean? You're black. You're black, bro. So you fit the description. Yes. Many of us look alike. A lot of y'all motherfuckers, a lot of white people look alike. We a lot don't of look Chinese alike. Look it's just the alike. fact that we're black. Yeah, it's just the fact that we're black. I'm just saying. We don't like, look alike. If you're black with they dreads, you're black with dreads, it. and everybody who's black with dreads look like they're black with dreads. To them. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm not, we know each other. We know what we look like. We know we're distinctive. We know we're unique. To each other, but I'm saying to them because they basically don't pay attention to us and you know what they see in the media and what they hear in the media, what you know, whatever is in their little feeble minds that they think of us is that's how they see us. They see us as the brother with dreads or the brother with you know a purple shirt or a brother in a work suit, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it, you know, like it's like they don't even uh, sit there and. Give it any thought on, you know, it's like, like, like I say, we just fit the description of whatever's in their head, whatever preconceived notion that they have, whether it's dreads, whether it's a low cut, whether it's, um, you know, tattoos on his arms, like we just all fucking look the same, dog. You know what I mean? I even get it sometime when I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? People mistake me for other people, you know, oh, because it's only a couple of black guys. So oh, I thought you were this guy. Or I thought you were that guy. It's like, okay, whatever. The sickening part is that, you know, I can't do nothing about it, but I can't do what I want to do about it. <laughs> that's all. That's that's what I'm going to say. I can't, I can't do what I want to do about it. Um, because the laws and progressions have to take their place within the system. However, you know, again, um, if you catch my drift, if someone like George Zimmerman was dealt with, you know, or someone like the brother, the, the person who murdered. Mike Brown was dealt with you know someone who you know executed Sandra Bland was dealt with you know maybe we wouldn't have these issues but again I'll say that us as a people 
we seem like we can't see, as they say, the forest from the trees. And we don't understand that we are at war. And there is, you know, an enemy against us. And I'm not trying to say the enemy is white people. I'm not trying to say we should start a revolution. But at the same time, you know, there are people in high places. There are rednecks and there are um, low energy people who plot against us, who don't like us on a daily basis, who want to see us dead, who don't want to see us here. There's uh, biological warfare, which there's that's a whole nother story. You know what I'm saying? Concerning this coronavirus um, and what's going on in the hospitals. Um there's so much factual information as far as, you know, um, we are being targeted. We was targeted in in in, in um, Tuskegee. Um, there's other places we were targeted in as far as Africa. Like, you know, these are things that you can look up. These are things that I don't even have to, like, sit here and give you backstories and facts on. and Because, you know, all you have to do is... Google it for yourself. Um, if you want the information, you know, I definitely send it to you. However, us as a people have been targeted and we are at war with somebody in a situation room who says that we need to be depopulated. You can go as, even as far as um, Planned Parenthood. You can go Margaret as, Singer. Go as far as Planned Parenthood, Margaret Singer. Um you know, abortions, you know, black women. She I mean, specifically, and there's there's documentation that shows a speech that she gave to a group that was actually connected with the Ku Klux Klan. I don't remember the year, but whatever year she was active, very, very long ago. And in that speech, she or it was actually to a church. Or they were connected to some church. But in that speech, she mentioned, and by the time this airs, I'll, I'll have a link to it to put, you know, in the information with this podcast episode. But, uh, she specifically mentioned that, you know, basically everybody there in that room knew that they started this program to focus it on black people to get rid of us because they just didn't want us here. There was no other solution. It was too expensive to send us to Africa. We were multiplying too much. So the best solution that they could think of and the most, in their words, humane solution they could think of was to promote the idea of abortions as birth, birth control to us and concentrate this service in our neighborhoods. Now, in this speech, she mentioned she did not want that getting out publicly, but that they knew privately that that was the main purpose of, that was the main goal of their agenda. And what do you do with the people who don't want to work for free anymore? What do you do with the people who, you know, are former slaves who are buying land, who have learned your ways and have you know you know basically took your ways made inventions and <laughs> and 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 look like they're progressing faster than you have in your own society what do you do with them so you can stay on top you know you kill them off <laughs> you know what I mean in their mind state the people you know? the, there's 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 a group of people and I'm not applying this to all white people but the type of people the type of people that were involved in groups that had this ideology that had this type of attitude about black people these people did not disappear 
These people still exist. And these people have ideas that they've actually literally etched in stone. I'm sure many people listening to this have heard of the George Guidestones right outside of Atlanta with their plans of exterminating 90%, I think, of the world's population to get it uh, below, I, I, I believe it says 500 million or billion, perhaps. Um, what means... Do they plan to execute this by, um, well, I can let you know a few of those means, by flooding inner city neighborhoods with guns and drugs, by flooding poor white areas and Hispanic and native areas with fucking pharmaceuticals, by spraying all our food with Monsanto, by, by, by promoting a coronavirus where they tell farmer, farmers to kill their livestock. And not sell it to us, but instead import meat that we don't know how safe it is from Namibia. Um, they do things like force vaccinations on people, but don't tell them what's in those vaccinations, which brings you right back full circle to damn abortions. Because what's in those vaccinations that they want you to give your babies is aborted fetus tissue, among other poisons. And the list goes on. So, I mean, who cares about you, America? And that is the reason why they're pushing AI so much you know because they don't need us to do the, they don't need the poor working class to do these they're jobs they're investing they in robots. AI so you know robots can do the job robots can have sex with you robots can you know uh, you know just do whatever regular humans can do and you know they're, they're, they're conscienceless you know they don't and have do a conscience. More you know they don't have an attitude. They don't they have don't call out sick. You know or, or, or whatever. They're they're not hard to deal with because they're programmed. Hmm. You know that's what they want. You know I mean people like control. Um, we can even go into the psychological you know uh, psychology of um, why people have animals. You know they're easy to they control. They like obedient creatures. Exactly. They don't love dogs. Dogs are obedient. Dogs are loyal. Dogs do what you tell them. And even if you treat them like shit, they will still come back to you. Exactly. That's why they love dogs. And not people. Psychopaths. Exactly. Why, oh, why are there more dog shelters than homeless shelters? Because shit, who the fuck want to take care of a homeless motherfucker who got a bad attitude? You know, who has a mental issues? You know, you know who 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 wants to do that? So, but anyway, man, back to the brother. Condolences to his family. Condolences um to his mom and dad. You know, they want answers and they want justice, and so do the it, rest of us. Yeah, man. And, and we, will it happen though? We, you know, I'm I'm hoping it happens, but if it doesn't happen, you know, listen to the voice, listen to my words, listen to my soul. That if they go free, they need to be fucking dealt with. These dudes just, I think, today got arrested. Just today, only after their homeboy felt some type of a tinge of guilt and released the video that proved that this man did nothing, that they lied to the police initially about him being some type of suspect. And even if he was a suspect, 
They weren't cops. All right? They weren't cops. They were everyday run-of-the-mill damn citizens. So that wasn't in their authority anyway. But the point is they lied. They just rolled up and killed this guy because they felt like it. So what if black people just started rolling up on white men and killing them because we feel like it? Rest in peace. Um, and happy birthday, Amar. Happy birthday, Amar. I'm so sorry you're not here to My condolences celebrate it. To his family. You um, a God now, brother, you know. May whatever spirit within him rise up and and and, and cause cry out to God for justice. Yeah, cause some type of you know, some type of justice and hopefully an uprising for him and that situations like this can stop. And, you know, in the future, we need to do better, man. Like, we had, in the back of the day, you know, we had the Black Panther Party. Um, We had the Deacons of Defense. Um, You know, we had brothers out in California um, who, you know, basically patrolled their neighborhoods and couldn't nobody just come in your neighborhood and Mm -hmm. say, you know... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, take you out. You know, they even stood up against what they call the pigs, you know, which was mostly white, racist-ass cops. At the end of the day, what we need now is we need that same type of energy as far as in our communities, or even if it's not even in our, in our communities, we need to keep an eye out for our brothers and sisters, you know? If we see a brother and sister jogging or we see, you know, brother and sister pulled over by a cop, we need to pull over and pull out our phones. Mm -hmm. You know, if we can get carrying permits for our guns, we need to get carrying permits. And, you know, we need to carry our guns and protect ourselves. If a mom would have had a gun, it probably would have been a different situation. Strap up, man. Get your guns. Buy you some guns. Buy you some ammo. Um, if you can get your carrier permit, get your carrier permit. You know, if you can get in a group as far as some type of gun group for, um, you know, whether it's African-Americans or people of color or, or whatever to protect yourself or in or your community, you need to do that. Um, ASAP. Don't be scared. Don't have no fear. Before we wrap that up, I did want to mention... Um, or mention again that today, as of today, Friday, May 8th, it is Ahmad's birthday. There has been a hashtag started. Um, it's hashtag I run with Ahmad. People are making plans to go for a run for 2.23 miles to signify the date that he was killed. So I plan on doing it. I'm 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 not even gonna lie to y'all, I'm not running 2.23 miles, but I will definitely walk the 2.23 miles later today in his honor. And I will hashtag it. Most definitely. We have so much more to say about this, and there's also so much more to learn, but we're gonna end it here and put this to bed because it's very draining, it's very depressing, and it brings about a lot of negative emotions, and that's just not where we want to be right now. We're trying to be in a good place. Um, This is a very sad situation, and again, our condolences out to Ahmad's family, and again, happy birthday to Ahmad, and we will be out tomorrow 
wherever we decide to go, but we're going to put in our 2.23 miles in the mod's honor. And I suggest you guys do the same. And we will see you guys back soon. Sorry we had to end on such a low note, but it, I mean, you know, I'm sure you guys understand it is what it is. It's a very low situation. It's, it's something, it's a topic, you know, that we don't even really want to have as a topic on this podcast. But unfortunately, it's the times we're living in. So, again, thanks for listening. You guys stay prayed up, stay safe. Remember, brothers, think about operating in the buddy system. If you're able, get yourself a weapon and take some training classes and get a uh, concealed weapons permit for yourself to stay protected out here. Hey, I agree with everything Makita just said. Um, You know, we just got to stay, try to be unified if we can. Um, Protect yourself. Make sure you protect your family. Make sure you stay prayed up. You know what I'm saying? Meditate. Listen to God. Listen to yourself. Listen Read to your, your Bible. You know, listen to your to your inner being. Um, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. A lot of things going on, you know, outside of us um, that, you know, might, might we might not understand or might, you know, can't put our fingers on, as the old folks would say. But, you know, just have some faith. Rest in peace of mind. And condolences to his family. And y'all be blessed. And before we sign off, guys, this isn't a religious show or anything like that. And I don't want to turn nobody off. But at the same time, I just think the timing as well. Just wanted to offer a psalm that maybe we can read to give us a little peace of mind tonight when we lay down and think about our loved ones who we want protected, especially our black male loved ones out here in these streets. Psalm 18, read it tonight before you go to bed. Man, you won't regret it. It can't do you no harm. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in to Utrecht the Podcast. I guarantee you a much happier, lighthearted episode next time around. God willing, we don't have to come on this episode and talk about another one of our family members being harmed and snuffed out and taken from us by the enemy. Prayerfully, we can just talk about some bullshit next time we're on air. All right, guys, stay safe. God bless you all. We love you, and thanks for listening. <laughs>